You do it all without breaking a sweat, and you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to Tuesday yoga to the kids' homework, family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustle. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you conquer life in style. Legal. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Hola, and welcome to episode 85 of Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of a Latina mama, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe. It's a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There are always special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Nabi is our motto. Segments by the Supernatural Bear, he's 9 going on 39, 49, whatever you'd like. Other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. And you might be asking, how did she get these dope guests, award-winning directors, producers, artists, activists, and all this stuff? It's because I come from the music industry, the art industry that includes amazing graph artists, muralists. Uh, you know, I was in the designer vinyl toy world. And now I have another industry that I'm a part of, and that's Web3. Which brings us to today's guest. Elizabeth Leon Gonzalez Esquire. Please believe it. Put some respect on the name, on the Esquire. Don't leave it out. Elizabeth is uh, a Web3 lawyer. She's from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh, you got to do it, especially if you're Gen X. She's um, bilingual. She's a crypto NFT enthusiast, uh, investor, collector, and consultant in Web3. Her law practices include personal injury, criminal, business, IP, and of course, Web3. I had the honor and the pleasure of meeting her first virtually in the planning stages of Hola Metaverso. You can listen to the two episodes that we have regarding that. And then I got to meet her at the event. She also was on the amazing Tax and law panel is always a hit, especially when we have it on the Twitter spaces. And also she helped moderate a panel. I believe it was with Tatted. And I'm trying to remember if it was the community one, but it was one of those. So, yeah, I got to meet her. She's also an advisory on the advisory board of Ola Metaverso now. We only have five people. And it's it's been an honor and pleasure. And she's You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. You can learn from everyone. And she's she's super young, but her enthusiasm, her passion and her willing to just learn and be super helpful in in so many different areas 
is is a, is a great thing to see, and it's an honor to say that I know her. That you know we'll be working together and building together in this space for for the communities, for all communities. It, it's a great thing. So in this episode, we talk about her roots, uh, when law and and Web three merge for her. Her thoughts on DAOs, and this was a question from Tadid. Shout out to Tadid, and just we didn't go into what was a DAO, so I just want to break it down for you guys right now for those that are are new to to the Web three space or have no idea what we're talking about. A DAO stands for a decentralized autonomous organization, which basically is a community led entity with um, no central authority, and it's on the blockchain via a smart contract. So it's deployed on the blockchain via smart contract, saying like these are the people you you know that are part of this and it's kind of like what ideally you would want a nonprofit to be instead of having say like a goodwill that you're like oh this is a nonprofit and it does good for the people well does it because there's a ceo that is making a grip of money <laughs> and then it finally trickles down to help a few you know what I mean? So so that's what we talk about DAOs in that section in the questions and comments from the audience. That was a question from Tadid, a couple of questions regarding DAOs. That's what we're talking about. So you guys have an idea before we get into the conversation. She also goes into how she unplugs, uh, how busy should be changed to active per her one of her mentors and and so much more. So we'll get into that. And then the Supernatural Bear Corner. Unfortunately, the Supernatural Bear was feeling a bit under the weather. So what we're going to have for you today in that segment is a short little, he wanted me to make sure it was a work in progress of a song that he did, um, which sounds a lot like Interpol. I'll let you let you be the judge of that. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Good. Thank you so much. Elizabeth, first of all, so great to see you again. Yeah, same. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. And I know you've been like traveling and stuff um, and yeah. hella busy. So I appreciate, I was like, she must be hella busy. I'm not even going to stress her. If she can't do it today, that's fine. Yeah. I get it. That's to make it happen. That's Thank to make you. it happen. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Thank awesome. Thank you for inviting me though. Because listen, I think you're dope. Um, you know, you just from jump doing all of Metaverso was such an amazing, you know, it's such an amazing experience. And you were just a day one, one of the day ones that was there from jump and were helping, you know, we're there at the meetings, we're coming up with the questions. You were always down for whatever. And I know you were hella busy. And then what you contributed to the actual day with not just being part of the panel, like everyone talks about that panel, right? You were on the, the law and tax panel. Like it was gems. People are like, you know, just like eating it up. But then also, you know, you help moderate, a, you know, one or two panels. And it just, I just, you know, admire you. I'm and grateful I, for y'all to even <laughs> think about me and, you know, include me like this journey, right? Because I think it's the most important thing that we're going through this journey together and yeah. We're all learning, right? Along the way. It's the first time moderating. It was crazy. So I'm grateful for Tatted because he had the hang of it. So I just have to follow along. <laughs> yeah. And shout out, I said it last time too when we did the wrap up, but shout out to Tatted because it was his first. He does amazing, amazing job at t Twitter spaces, but then to yeah. do his first ever in person and, and you know, bilingual too. Like 
you know, he did an amazing job. So definitely shout out to Tatted. I was just in actually in a space right now. Uh, he oh, really? Was, he was hosting yeah. a space on supply chain, which was really dope. Right. Um, okay, so let's get started. Just like, how are you doing in general at this moment? We are still in pandemic, um, but, you know, we're feeling the effects of being hardcore how it was a couple of years ago. But how are you doing overall? I'm doing good. Let me take this out real quick. I'm so sorry. No My worries. No worries. Bugging, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll that. But you know, I'm doing. I'm doing good. There's a lot of things going on. A lot of things to juggle. But overall, I think I'm doing good. I'm excited for everything that's happening. Everything that's coming. This is gonna be. Well, it's been a crazy year with all the great events like Hola Matavera. So that was met so many people through that project to that event that. You know, things just keep on coming and I'm here for it. I'm just, you know, helping people, getting things done. You know, that's that's all. What else can you ask for, right? (laughs) (laughs) So overall, you're good. You're good. I'm good. I'm great. (laughs) Just like hella busy. Yeah. Active, though. I'm not sure mine says never say you're busy. You're just active. Active. I love that. I love the active. So speaking of active, let's talk about. You know, I don't know too much about you. Just, you know, we, we got to meet all these amazing people and we're in sometimes we're on these Twitter spaces or, you know, email chains or whatever. But I want to know where did you grow? We, we just haven't had that conversation. Like, where did you grow up? Like, I know you went to school in San Diego at one point, but like, where did you grow up? Yeah, um, well, I'm from Puerto Rico, born mm. and raised. Puerto Rico! Oh. Yeah, so I'm from like a, a small town down south called Guayama. Um, have a lot of family in the mountains in Calle. So that's where I'm from. Um, then after that, I went to college in Atlanta and ended up in California going to law school over here. That's where I went in San Diego. And now I'm up, you know, still in California, but going back and forth within here in Puerto Rico. Still have a lot of things going on there. All my family's there. So I always try to just be there as much as I can as well. So, but that's, that's where I'm from. That's where I grew up. Um, that's what made me who I am. Awesome. So what did what did your decision to do to get into law and Web3 happen at the same time? And if not, what were the roots for both of those things? When was the the moment that you can remember like uh law, I'm going to do that and then uh Web3? Uh yeah, for sure. Well, it wasn't at the same time. I think when I decided to go to law school, I wasn't even aware of Web3 at all that's something that came after as I was finishing you know college going through law school and finishing law school I'm like you know this is the space I want to be in um but just for law I think once I started college is when I actually decided I wanted to do law like I was interested in criminal justice um that whole area and I started doing you know political science classes criminal justice classes (laughs) And it wasn't until I did like an internship in the public defender's office back in Puerto Rico, actually in my hometown, um, that I decided, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to be an advocate. Um, I always had that in the back of my mind, I think, because, you know, growing up, people say, oh, just because you argue and stuff, but I'm with your point. So I think that's something my family always told me, but I never even like pay attention to it. And then I look back and I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I decided to go to law school. 
Um, and you know, once I made that decision that first semester in college, I was like, let's get let's get this college done, try to finish as soon as I could. And then, you know, did a couple, you know, scouting, figured out where I would want to go for college, for law school. And California was the best bet, best scholarships, best opportunity, beautiful place. Who wouldn't like to go to San Diego? <laughs> so I was like, let's do it. And honestly, I started going with the mindset I was going to do criminal law. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's kind of how I started going to law school. That was my mindset. I did a lot in like both prosecution, defense. I worked with the um, California Innocence Project, which was an amazing, amazing um, experience getting to see people get exonerated, you know, after being incarcerated for so long. Um, And I still have a passion for it. It's not that I don't. And I still do criminal law on the side as well. But I saw tech can also change the world. Right. And and I saw this huge opportunity in Web3, which I'm grateful for my mentors to even putting me in that position. Um, to meet people that were already in the space that opened my eyes to the opportunities and, you know, how much <laughs> lawyers are needed in this space because mm. um, that's that's the reality of it. And I decided to, you know, make that jump and keep, le- I'm still learning. Um, it's something I think all attorneys are, you know, working in this space, we're still learning and going through, but that's kind of how I ended up here. <laughs> and that's just a little bit of what I do. So your your meant when you speak of your mentors, there were lawyers that were in the Web three space. Well, it's a little mix of everything. Um, some of them were. It's crazy because I'm just gonna name them because it's been huge influence on me. But David Mouser is one of my you know biggest mentors influences. Um, I was you know very very grateful to have the opportunity to intern with him one summer when I started law school um he actually is an attorney he took the California bar he passed on all of that but he was probably an attorney he an attorney for a couple months and then he went all entrepreneur (laughs) and and never uh practiced law in that sense so he he had a well-versed like exploration and experience in the tech world from working with the you know first smartphones first legal research online things like that um, and just shadowing him and, and seeing all the people he was surrounded with you know open my eyes and that and mindset in a great way and people I met through him also became mentors like Mike Mumola, Hugo Sanchez that are already in the space and yeah some are attorneys and <laughs> A lot of them don't even practice law anymore. They just do more of the entrepreneur business side of things and are now full on Web3, which, you know, they opened my eyes to that to that whole space and, and I'm super grateful for it. Um, but but yeah, those are just some of the great influence I've had and that have guided me through this space and got me in it, really. And what what excites you? I, I know, you know, especially those that are in it, but for those who aren't in it, we people always joke right a month in web three is like a year or like you know what i'm saying because stuff happens stuff changes from one day to another like and things are evolving and so what excites you about web three today i think that's really one of the bigger things like that i like it always keeps you on your toes there's always (laughs) something new coming on something new you got to prepare for you got to research like you're always constantly learning and constantly trying to find solutions with what we have um, already, like our law, whether it is old or new, we still have to figure out how that all fits in. Or, and if not, help try to make, you know, new legislation, like try to talk with, you know, people that 
dedicate themselves to try to bring this up to whether it's a legislator, whoever it might be. Um, but I think that's one of the biggest things that excites me. It always keeps you on your toes. So always something new coming on. And I think that's what brings the FOMO, how we call it in the space, <laughs> because like you miss a week of being on Twitter and you're going to be lost. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like I disconnect for a couple of days because of work and it's like, what's going on? But <laughs> I think that's just amazing. And, and just shows that people are really building in this space. Um, they're not taking any breaks. They're, they're here to build and that's what they're doing. Yeah, even when when shit's, you know, quote unquote down. So, you know, I know, um, do you see, what do you think is the difference between how uh, attorneys and and people in in that side of things were trying to keep up with just Web2 stuff, you know, how how, uh, um, technology, and it seemed it was kind of slow. Like you watch, you know, I'm just addicted to, since I was younger, law and order and there's always like well tech you know we haven't caught up with technology so how are you guys keeping up with web three if- we're not <laughs> well there it is we're, not. we're trying you know like even if some attorneys are like say myself like ellie like all these amazing attorneys probably yeah. are in this space like 24 7 right it's not even up to them that the law catches up with the technology because we're not the ones making the law we're just trying to you know, um, counsel, educate, and, you know, help make it all fit for our clients. But at the end of the day, we're not making the law. So, um, and we're not the judges either. Like, if you look like judges are going to be, you know, more advanced age than, you know, attorneys like us are in the tech space. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to explain this to them or, you know, politicians have been, you know, for years and decades um, in these positions. It's like, it's, it's a challenge. So, it takes time, you know, there's still laws trying to catch up with things like such as drones, like, like how long we've had drones and they're still trying to figure out, you know, laws related to that. So um, I think that's why a lot of people don't necessarily look for attorney's help because they're like, well, there's no law. Well, there is law. It's just not exactly tailored to what you're building, mm-hmm. but there's still law there that could affect you somehow. So I think it's going to take some time, <laughs> especially waiting on these executive orders, everything that happens from that. Um, it's going to take some time, but it doesn't mean you got to stop building. It doesn't mean you got to risk it all either. Exactly. So it's just finding that happy medium and that balance while you're building. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's get into, I think this will shed a lot of light on, on your history and your thought process questions and comments from the audience so first up do you believe the current structure of most DAOs will comply with future regulations if not what changes do you think will be needed and that is brought to you by who we spoke about earlier tatted amazing Uh tatted well you know well versed in the space um especially when it comes to supply chain and so uh He's asking that question. Love it. I think what we see of DAOs now is not necessarily we're going to see a year from now, um, especially with the cases we're seeing. They're, you know, trying to argue both ways. Well, are DAOs a general partnership, like in terms of liability wise? So I think what we see now for DAOs is now we're going to see a year from now. And that's many things come into it. It's not just, you know, what's the technical entity name? 
Um, like now the ones that are getting registered, they're not just technically registered at DAOs, they're registered as an LLC. <laughs> so there's still some type of entity that we already know. They're just tailoring it um, in a way that they could keep their names out. But at the end of the day, they could be categorized as general partnerships. Why? Because the whole point of a DAO is to have, you know, equal power. You know, everybody has the same things. Um, depending how big this DAO is, you know, makes it more complicated. Um, if they're even doxxed, right? That's a whole other level of things. Right. Who are you going to go after when something goes down? Who's going to be liable for all these things? So I think it's a work in progress. <laughs> but, um, you know, like everything, it's going to take time. It's going to take a couple lawsuits, honestly. That's, that's the sad truth, but that's what's going to happen. Once we see this case, I forget the name, but the one that's right now in the courts, um, where they're actually suing, you know, the DAO for, for us, getting them as liable for all those losses. Um, and the attorney's argument is like, well, you are a general partnership because you're just all partners in this, you know, project and whatever. So we'll see what happens from that. And then we'll see all these organizations and, you know, groups of people changing the structure as it goes along. Like everything we're seeing now is a work in progress, whether mm -hmm. it is NFTs, whatever it might be everything's a work in progress and a year from now is not going to look the same as we see it today. <laughs>Covid nineteen moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe Covid nineteen, then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. Covid nineteen moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at treatcv19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, the landscape is going to look completely different when it comes to DAOs. Like when that, the reason why I got into Web three was when I heard about DAOs. It got me hella excited, and I was like, "Wow, this could really change things." But as I've been in the space, and as what we're dealing with now. Um, I don't know if it's the case that you mentioned, but lately there's been a lot of talk around DAOs and about how there's people with more money that are buying up more yeah, pieces. Yeah, whales so and DAOs too, right? Exactly. So they buy yeah. up, you know, they buy up more, what are, what are they called? Governance tokens, and then they have more control. Exactly. So, so people might have this idea of DAOs, right? <laughs> what we all want it to be, yeah, right? Yeah, this idea, you know? idealistic yeah. notion. Yes. Exactly. But at the end of the day, this is going to need a lot more regulation. I don't mean regulation from the government, yeah. but from the structure itself that's being created to avoid things like that, right? To avoid someone coming over and buying the majority of the governance tokens and, you know, basically being the only one with a say. So there's this a lot of things to it. <laughs> so is that something that, so say like you and I are putting a doubt, or, you know, starting a doubt. And is that something that we can um, kind of, lay out from jump is like there's a limit is that or, or is it no longer a doubt like i don't know if that changes but is it like okay yo you can't there's a limit you can only buy these many you know portions or whatever it, i'm it, pretty it, sure someone can like right now there's no limitations to it right so it's how many tokens are going to be there and then if it's going to even be a governance, because not all of them have governance tokens, mm -hmm. right? Some of them do, some of them don't. 
Um, some that don't, then it might be more equal wise because nobody owns more than no one. But if you're talking about governance tokens, I'm pretty sure you where, you know, there's this many members and there's only going to be this limit per member. Um, but I think you could do anything with DAOs. It just depends the way it's structured and the way it's run. Um, but you can even have DAOs where instead of having a, um, like higher, like a hierarchy, like regular companies, so they have a CEO, COO, whatever, um, you might not have something so structured like that, but you can have something where at least you have, you know, someone that's like the voice of, you know, this area of the DAO, like kind of like departments type of thing to make it more controlled when it comes to DAOs that are like super huge in mm. amounts of members. Um, you're going to need some type of control because you can't, you know, listen to every person. There are thousands of people in it. Right. Um, but I think it depends on the DAO and, you know, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. It's fascinating, right? It's like, yeah. it's like fascinating just from a, a, a not, you know, a non-lawyer. Whatever you think, like you can, you can make it happen. Really, like That's whichever crazy. way you, you, why, why we don't have this or that. Well, you can. So <laughs> let's try it out and see if it works. Right now, we're in that trial and error phase yeah. where we're gonna try so many things and see what works and what doesn't. Um, so that's why a year from now, everything's gonna be so different. That's exciting. Uh, what his second part to third part to this question is: Do you see DAOs as the future of Web three? I think I see DAOs as a part of Web3. Mm. I don't think they are going to be the like Web3 thing. I think um, Web3 is going to be, it's going to be our world, really. Like if, if the way we hope for it to be, Web3 is going to be incorporated in our government, in our daily lives, in terms of, you know, ticket entertainment, whatever it may be. Right. Um, and DAOs are just going to be one section of it, right? Like right now we have companies um, and that's their structures, right? How, the same way we have an S-Corp, the same way we have an LLC, they're going to be DAOs. Um, so I think they're going to be a part of it. I don't think it's going to be like the, you know, main thing in Web3, but I think they have a bright future and, and they could solve a lot of problems. Um, I forget the name of it, but there's people doing DAOs to help people litigate cases, right? People that don't have mm, the funds to go against a huge company. Um, in a case, DAOs are coming, bringing together this capital so they could fight that case. So there's a lot of, you know, community-led projects that I think will be great for the space if they are sustainable in the long run. Yeah. It's just a matter of seeing where it all goes. Well, there's a place for DAOs, I think, in every, in every area, in every industry. Yeah, definitely. There's all these types of applications for it. The one that I heard and that got me excited was to have a DAO so that people could, um, as a group, invest in medical research. Love it. And I was, yeah. that's what got me hyped. I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like the possibilities are endless. It can help so many marginalized communities. And, and I went in like, <laughs> oh. I look is... at it too. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to solve all these problems. <laughs> but then you're going to look and, you know, uh, okay, how we're going to protect these people that are doing great things, right? They're yeah. doing amazing things. They have the best intentions, but you know, it all it takes is one person, one person <laughs> in that whole group to bring it down. So you right? want to protect yourself if you're getting into DAOs because all it takes is one person. <laughs> exactly. So it's interesting. People are like, oh, let me, let me, you know, thinking about DAOs and just watching and peeping the scene and taking little gems like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Or I can make, exactly. I got to make sure I do that. And always also make sure you have a, a dope lawyer at the ready. <laughs> 
Like, right. like Elizabeth right here. <laughs> okay, let's go to some other questions and comments from the audience. We have, how would you describe the Ola Metaverso experience? And what would you say worked for that event? That's the first question from Ozzy. The creator, founder of Ola Metaverso. Love it. Um, Damn, what? I mean, I loved everything. Like, from the build-up to it, to being there, to the aftermath, (laughs) taking over social media after with all the music and everything. So I think it was amazing. It was, like, the first time, like, a lot of people that were there, it was the first time we saw our community getting together in this space where, you know, we could see people like us, you know, in this space, um, all together, all sharing our experiences and opinions. So I think that's what made it truly magical, right? That, that it was all based on community. Um, and it was community first, right? Communities what made the event, communities were filled up the event, right. and communities was like gonna keep it running, right? right. There's many events coming up, a lot of things getting planned. So I think that the biggest thing, like, the you know the secret sauce was community and and the fact that we all connected you know through social media and you know everybody somehow contributed to the success of it um I think that's just the most beautiful thing yes thank you thank you what well, makes it different words. from all the other events right because right. you might see a panel about you know Latinos Hispanics whatever they might call it on the title <laughs> but <laughs> there's a whole different thing when you see you know all panels everybody's building everybody's doing amazing things like you learn of this great projects you've never even heard before and like you're given that space to them to shine to share their projects to share what they're building I think that was that was that was beautiful Awesome. Thank you so much. It's it's amazing to hear that feedback. Y'all killed it. What else can I say? Y'all killed it. <laughs> well, hopefully, like it wasn't a fluke and we keep, you know, we keep building and you know, you everyone gonna listening. get better from here. You're exactly. You know, the you're only up. So hopefully the next uh question that he had was how do you take care of yourself physically and emotionally? How do you find peace? Although I find peace, but starting with my dog, you know, <laughs> hanging out with my puppy, that's <laughs> one of the main things, but just going outside, doing fun things, like, um, I don't really go out, like, party and stuff, but I would go out, like, family and things like that, whether it is to the park, like, take my dog to the park, like, simple things like that, that just, yeah. like, unplug, yeah. um, or even, like, <laughs> Even it's not really unplugging, but just going into random Twitter spaces that you could just, you know, hang out. You're not, you're not the speaker. Yes. It's just this fun, fun, weird spaces <laughs> where you just get to laugh. Like, I think just that, just hanging out with friends in, in that way. I think even if it's digital, you're still disconnecting because you're not talking about work. You're not, you know, answering questions and things like that. So I think just people just do whatever you like <laughs> whether that is sport workout whatever it may be just take some time to do it because this gets crazy when you're in it 24 7 like you have that phone on you all day um it, it gets to be a lot sometimes <laughs> yeah because if you think about it it's a lot to be a lawyer I mean I have a niece I have a brother-in-law you know lawyer so I know that's that's just a grip anyways and especially depending on what type of law but you are adding being a lawyer 
like I'm going to court guys like I still do web two stuff exactly and then you add (laughs) web three which in itself is crazy I mean yeah Yeah. you definitely have to figure out what works for you to unplug so nice that you are out and about or you know like you said some random so I do that too sometimes late at night sometimes I just was like what is this about and I'm like this is crazy oh word like there's some crazy you're doing all this stuff right now or yeah Yeah. it's it's nice just chill and watch a movie whatever it might be just put your (laughs) phone away and just just enjoy it for that hour (laughs) exactly um okay so let's get into the not so rapid fire questions the aka slow as hell questions are you ready Ooh, I'm ready. I think so. We'll see. (laughs) Some of them go quick. Some of them are slow, depending on the person. So the first one is three words to describe yourself. Ooh, three words to describe myself. I think outgoing, um, fast learner and hard worker. I think you start to describe me. Yeah. Yeah. Second one, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, this one's a good one because it sounds weird at first, but when you think about it, it makes sense. So this one, my mentor, David Moser gave, well, he says it all the time, but it's like, be more interested than interesting. And, and that might sound a little weird, no, but um, mm-hmm. you should always try to be whatever it may be you're trying to do, accomplish. Like he makes this example where he said he wanted to be a doctor. He wanted to be a sports doctor. And he goes to a hospital and he says, I hate hospitals with his brother. His brother is like, well, you're going to be a doctor and you're doing pre-med. And he's like, well, I'm going to be a sports doctor. I'm going to be in the field. I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> so he then took it a step further. And that goes with all of us somehow. Like we think something, um, we have this idea of things, but you should always try to, you know, inform yourself, look more into it. Um, and, and that's, that's just super important. I think. Yeah, definitely. You should know the difference uh, yeah. of those two things. The next one is fascinating for me. Every time I ask it, what is the song that you, your go-to song to get you hyped when you need to, to get me hyped? Well, you know, sometimes it depends on the bad bunny song that's out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but if I wanted to say one that I listened to a lot during bar prep and I took three bars, so, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's, um, hall of fame by will I am, um, that's, that's a, that's a big song to hype you up, to motivate you. I think that's a big motivating song. Nice. So that's heavy rotation, especially during that time for you. That's, so that's- when I'm crunching. Like I need some motivation to be like, why am I even doing this? Um, <laughs> that's going to remind you, like you're here to do big things and, you know, instead of putting the word, but it's hall of fame, but will I am. Okay, perfect. Then we'll be adding that to the word to your mama guest hype song playlist that I have on Spotify, which Ooh. is crazy. We have everything from like, Salicide to like indie rock punk Love it. English Spanish stuff we got it all so I'm adding that to the list we always have that link in the show notes make sure to check it out there final question of these is Elizabeth what will be your legacy Ooh, my legacy you know nobody has ever asked me this like you hear people <laughs> ask that to you hear people answering those questions but I've never actually been asked that um, I think my legacy just remember as someone that's always willing to help, right? Willing mm. to help empower others, um, you know, while also leaving a good example for people to follow. So I think just being someone that was there for her community um, to help and elevate it. That's it. 
amazing. And, you know, you're talking about how you're from Puerto Rico, and I saw that you were there recently, and you posted this super cute series of of videos and pictures of you with your abuelitos, and I think they had the Oculus. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Those are, like, mis bisabuelos, so. Oh, wow. Like, my grandparents. Wow. So, yeah, so that was beautiful. Like I was just one of the reasons I always try to go back so often because I'm blessed to still have them and wow. I'll try to, you know, be with them no matter what I'm doing. Like I'm always gonna make time to be with them. Um be with my family in general, but you know, those are moments I really treasure. So yeah, I got him on the metaverse. They were like, oh my God, what is this? And I'm like, it's okay. We'll put it stationary so you don't have to walk and we don't, we don't, we, we don't, no one falls. So I had them sitting on the couch and I put him like to go to space and all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, they had a tons of fun. They were laughing it off. So it was, it was one of, I think one of the best experiences I've had in Web3, honestly. <laughs> That's amazing. And then the, the, I think, I don't know if it was video or, uh, or photo in that series of them like hugging each other or something oh, oh my yeah. god melted yeah, like going to, going to like i don't know like almost like 70 years together is wow it's crazy so yeah they're always together always hugging like it's beautiful <laughs> yeah they're like 90 something right now and it's been together since they were teens so <laughs> That's crazy. What a gift, man. What a gift to have your great. Some people don't even have their grandparents around anymore, you know, let alone their great grandparents. So that's amazing. Elizabeth, muchísimas gracias for being here with me, taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule. It active, is a, active. Oh, yeah. Let me let me change the mindset. Let me change the vocab. Creates resistance. We're active. We are active. Remember that <laughs> shit, kids active yeah out of your active schedule thank you so much and um i'm gonna have all the links to all your stuff in the show notes um make sure to follow her she's always in spaces um just dropping gems she's also part of the advisory board for olometa verso please believe that and um so thank you so much i really really appreciate it gracias thank you so much And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. have it folks episode 85 a word to your mama how dope was she right you felt her energy you felt her passion and muchisima gracia to tatted and ozzy for the questions and comments from the audience um one that didn't make it on time but luckily i had already asked is from the the brian muchisima gracia brian for getting that in regardless um, unfortunately, uh, it didn't make the time, but I did ask it. So we got the answer anyways. So yeah, that was episode 85. Uh, one thing that I think I might've mentioned in one of the episodes, but I will say it again, tatted the guy who asked the question, the guy that we talked about that was a host for Olamete Verso, 
who is is a great um, asset to the to the scene to to the space of Web three. Uh, he's from Sonora, Mexico. One thing that he told uh, uh, Luis from Learn is after the Ola Metaverso event, we all talk about it, and it we're just like, oh, put it on a shirt, put it on a a sticker or something. He says, um, we're hungry, but we're not thirsty. How great is that? It's a gem, right? So that's what I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're in a new space, it's about always staying hungry, always staying hungry because you want to learn, you want to, um, you know, share, you you want to, um, you know, just be immersed in the space and you're always looking and you're always researching, you're always trying to get more information, but you're never thirsty and there's a difference. And those that know, know. And then the Supernatural Bear song, please tell me that that does not sound like Interpol. But, you know, it makes so much sense because music is such a huge part of my life. And so he was lit and Interpol is one of my favorite bands. So he definitely heard it in utero. It's one of the, the, the bands that I would play in the car that would help put a Mimi's. So it's in his subconscious. He was dreaming to it. So when he brought me that, he's like, you want to listen to a song I've been working on? I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So then I started playing him some of the tracks that kind of sound. So he's like, oh, yeah, I see that. And so <laughs> so it's funny. Um, he did another version with lyrics that are really good. But he he was uh, a little too shy for me to to send that because or put that in there because it's a uh, even this was a work in progress, a whip, if you will. So, yes. And then always, thank you so much for supporting. The different ways you can support, uh, leave a review, tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends. We got a store where you can buy T-shirts, enamel pins. Um, I believe that's what's in there so far. You can become a patron. Uh, there's a link to all of that stuff in our bio and in the show notes. And uh, yeah, as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritz P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, or you want to email us, you want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by ritzperiwinkle.com.